Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. My friends, nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. Unprocessed chocolate called cacao is rich in theobromides and PEAs, which are neuroactive alkaloids that boost the neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins in your brain, which make you feel alive and well. In addition, cacao is rich in polyphenols, including EGCG. In fact, it's more potent than green tea in that powerful polyphenolic antioxidant. And that improves the inflammatory process. It helps induce autophagy, where your body literally starts to heal and repair itself. And also, that protects you from oxidative stress. Now, my favorite brand of cacao powder is Cacao Bliss which starts with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, which allows them to maintain the integrity of their powerful health benefits. Then they take the cacao and they blend it with turmeric, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory herbs. They use MCT oil, which helped uh, help turn into ketones quickly in your system. They use coconut, they use Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper, and they sweeten it with monk fruit for the perfect blend that tastes fantastic and helps balance and stabilize your blood sugar. Now these ingredients, they enhance your mood, your memory, and your mindset, and they really help you experience pure bliss when you consume them, and that's why they call it cacao bliss. So if you're a chocolate lover, a superfood enthusiast like me, or someone who wants to experience life at a higher level, I invite you to try them out. You can get cacao bliss at this website, earthecofoods.com forward slash David Jockers. That's earth echo or e-c-h-o foods.com forward slash david jockers and use the coupon code just my first name david to get 15 percent off of your order cacao bliss is a low carb gluten-free gmo free vegan paleo and keto friendly superfood powder that you can put in protein shakes you can throw it in some almond milk coconut milk you can replace your coffee with it if you like you can put it in different baked goods. A lot of people will use it to make different chocolate fat bombs, chocolate muffins, chocolate protein shakes. So try it out today. Again, earthecofoods.com forward slash David Jockers and use the coupon code David to save 15% off today. 
This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos all about deep sleep. You guys know me. I'm huge when it comes to sleep quality, and I go through the best tips in order to improve your sleep quality, in order to uh, optimize your deep sleep, and really wake up rejuvenated and refreshed. You guys are going to love this content, and please share it with anybody that you know that's looking to improve their health. Perhaps they're not sleeping well. Perhaps they get sick often. Perhaps they're not losing the weight that they want to lose. Share this podcast. It can transform their life. And if you haven't left us a five-star review, please do that. Just scroll to the bottom of your Apple iTunes player. That's where you can leave the review. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. And when you do that, that helps us reach more people and impact more lives. Thanks so much. And let's go into the show. Well, hey there. Today, we're talking about deep sleep. What is it? how to measure it, and how to optimize it. And so we know that sleep is just so critical for overall health. And when we get too little sleep, research has shown that we get more frequent colds. In fact, a study of 164 people found that those who slept for less than five hours per night were more likely to get a cold or fever or flu compared to those who slept seven plus hours, regardless of demographics and weight. We can also develop Uh, digestive issues, particularly inflammatory bowel syndrome like colitis and Crohn's disease. We have trouble learning when we don't get enough sleep. We end up with irritability and mood swings, lower libido. It affects our vision. It affects our ability to burn fat for fuel. In fact, one key hormone called leptin is very sensitive to our sleep cycles. And when we don't sleep well, we end up with leptin resistance, which means we're going to have more cravings. Leptin tells us we're satiated, it helps burn fat. So we end up with leptin resistance and we often get more headaches and migraines when we don't sleep well. And so I think most of that we know because we've experienced it. But what most people don't know is that actually sleeping is not a waste of time. In fact, it's actually when our brain detoxifies itself we activate something called our glymphatic system, which is basically the immune and lymphatic system of the brain. During this process, brain cells perform autophagy, which is kind of this self-eating, self-recycling process where we break down older damaged proteins in the brain and we help get rid of those. And then we have these specialized nervous system cells called our glymphatic cells that help to sweep out the waste. So they help clean and get rid of the dirty waste products. And then we have lymphatic vessels that surround the brain that take the waste and bring it to the circulatory system where we can actually get rid of it through the liver, the gut, um, and you know through our feces, through our urines, we actually eliminate those toxins. We pull them out and we get rid of them. And so super important fact, one of the most important things that we get rid of is actually this is when we break down are beta amyloid plaques. And so beta amyloid is something that's associated with with Alzheimer's disease. And so when we get these abnormal proteins and overgrowth of abnormal proteins in the brain, we end up with dementia. We end up with neurodegenerative conditions, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. And so activating that glymphatic system is so critical for helping clean the neurons, clean the nervous system, and reduce the risk of degeneration. And we have this key hormone called melatonin that plays such a critical role. Melatonin is one of the most powerful antioxidants, and it really helps buffer the brain from oxidative stress, helps get rid of neurotoxins, 
that are in the brain, whether it's heavy metals or, um, you know, plastics or other compounds that drive up inflammation in the brain, melatonin helps neutralize and get rid of those. And so with melatonin, we know that light, blue light suppresses melatonin. This is why, this is what gives us wakefulness during the morning. And, you know, as we go out throughout our day, the light should actually be penetrating our retina and inhibiting and, and they, there's a signal between the retina and the suprachiasmatic nucleus in the hypothalamus and pituitary gland, or I'm sorry, pineal gland. And, um, and so the hypothalamus is where the suprachiasmatic nucleus is, but it sends a signal to the pineal gland, which is where melatonin is released and inhibits it. And so when we have light stimulation and inhibits it, when there's not light stimulation, when we're in a dark place, we should now be activating the pineal gland to produce melatonin. And so sunlight and melatonin are what help regulate our circadian uh, rhythm, our sleep-wake cycle. They activate, you know, melatonin helps activate brain detoxification, protects neural tissue from oxidative stress and inflammation, drives up immune activity, helps regulate the gut microbiome as well. Most people don't realize this, but melatonin actually helps to reduce the overall microbial load in the system, helps activate the immune system to scavenge um, pathogens and, ba and bad bacteria and things like that. So that's really important. So house, housekeeping type of activity to keep things clean and organized in the body. And it's a powerful antioxidant to protect us from oxidative stress. So melatonin is super critical. We know that conditions like Alzheimer's, dementia associated with low melatonin levels and an overgrowth of plaque buildup in the brain. In the case of Alzheimer's disease, we have amyloid plaques and we have this kind of Dow, uh, TAU pathology, these Dow proteins. So these abnormal proteins that are created from oxidative stress, they accumulate and build up in the brain and they atrophy the brain. And so we know people with neurodegenerative conditions have circadian rhythm dysfunction. You see that as somebody, especially as they accelerate with Alzheimer's, they can be up at all different times. They really lose their natural sleep-wake cycle, but it's a progressive process. And so if you're somebody that is already struggling with in, insomnia, with poor circadian rhythm, trouble sleeping at night, that is actually a, a warning sign that your brain may be degenerating, that you're at higher risk for neurodegenerative conditions. And so when we look at sleep, the sleep cycle, we know that stage one is your very light sleep. And that's your first five, five to 15 minutes, real easy to wake up from that. You know, when you nap, you're typically in this stage one, very light stage of sleep. Then you move into stage two, where you get into, it's, it's still light sleep, but your body temperature starts to drop. Your heart rate starts to slow down. Um, and both of these are non-rapid eye movement stages. You don't get to the rapid eye movement, the REM sleep, until actually stage five. And so stage three and stage four are what we call deep sleep. And this is a deep state of sleep that gradually progresses. And so let me tell you how this works. And so, again, in stage one, um, you go from moving from being awake to being asleep. It lasts for a few minutes. During that stage, your heartbeat, your eye movements, respiration, other body functions start to slow down. Your muscles start to relax, though they may also twitch occasionally. Finally, your brain waves begin to slow down and relax into a sleepy state. 
Stage two, again, in that NREM, that, that light sleep, um, that accounts for about 50% of your entire sleep cycle. So believe it or not, roughly 50% of your sleep at night is actually light sleep. And you experience it several times throughout the night. Every new sleep cycle, we go through stage two. During that stage, your body and functions continually relax and slow down more and more, kind of preps you for stage for deep sleep and REM sleep. Um, after stage two, we enter stage three and four. These are stages for deep sleep. Your heartbeat and breathing become very slow. Your muscles relax. Your brain waves become the slowest they will be during your sleep. Waking up from deep sleep is very difficult. Your first deep sleep cycle may last for 45 to 90 minutes. And then each cycle becomes shorter as the night progresses. So early in the night, you tend to get more of this deep sleep. As the night progresses, you get less deep sleep and you turn, you get more REM sleep. And REM sleep, REM, is actually when you start to really dream. Okay. And that's known as stage five sleep. And this is when you go through you know, again, this is uh, where your brain activity increases. So your brain activity decreases during deep sleep, stage three and four. And then when you get to that stage five, it increases and your brain is more awake. You're likely to experience dreams. Your eyes move rapidly from side to side. That's why it's called rapid eye movement sleep. Okay. Your heart rate and breathing become faster. Your limbs actually become harder and sometimes even paralyzed, right? So we know that deep sleep is really important for physical repair, repairing your muscles, your tissues, right, uh, organ systems, and rapid eye movement is when really deep detoxification of the brain occurs. So we want a combination of both of those. We need the deep and the REM sleep for full physical restoration. So again, REM sleep occurs for the first time 70 to 90 minutes after falling asleep and reoccurs about every 90 minutes between each cycle, getting longer later in the night and as morning approaches. So that's super important. Again, it's really, really important for deep brain cleansing. It's critical for memory consolidation, emotional balance, and mental energy. That's where we need that REM sleep. People that are not getting REM sleep tend to have more emotional instability, lower mental energy, they can't focus for long, and they have more trouble with recall. And they're at greater risk for developing dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, so different types of um, memory loss as they get older. So very important. And, you know, the way that, you know, you're in REM sleep is you're getting some dreaming. Now, you may not really remember your dreams the next day, but you know that you did have some level of dreaming. That's your REM sleep. Now, one way that you can actually measure this is through the aura ring. And this is actually something that I use and I wear, and it will measure your time in your bed your total sleep time, your resting heart rate while you were sleeping, your sleep sufficient, your sleep efficiency. And we'll look at your deep sleep, your REM sleep, right? It's going to look at all of that. It's also going to look at your heart rate variability and kind of measure all of that out, show you kind of where you're at. And also gives you a readiness score for how ready your body is and your mind is to handle stress for that day. And it's a zero to hundred score. So it's like a score that you can understand if you got a 70 you know, you just barely passed if you have an 80, 90, you know, and, 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 and going forward from there, you know, you did well. And so looking at heart rate variability is also very important because that's actually how your body's adapting to stress. And so we know that people with low heart rate variability 
have low adaptability. They tend to have an imbalance of their heart and their mind. They tend to struggle more with um, mood disorders. They're easily exhausted and they tend to have health issues. They're just not as resilient, whereas high heart rate variability tend to be very healthy, very metabolically flexible, good at burning fat for fuel as well as sugar when you need to, better overall physical performance and energy levels. So this is something that you can measure on the Aura Ring as well. Um, and you just go to, I think it's O-U-R-A-R-I-N-G, AuraRing.com, um, and you can check out the Aura Rings. So tips for a great night's sleep. This is how you improve your deep and your REM sleep. Keep your room cool. I like to have an overhead fan on. I typically like my temperature roughly 65 to 67 degrees. Keep your room as dark as possible. So like blackout shades, um, you know, no lights on, cover any sort of lights that you may have. So no lights on in there. Use a sleep mask. This is really helpful. I wear a, a mask over my eyes that helps keep any sort of ambient light that's getting into the room from getting into my eyes where it could block and inhibit melatonin production. Don't have caffeine within eight hours of sleeping. Keep caffeine in the morning hours, okay? Certainly not after 2 p.m., okay? That will help you sleep better. Don't eat within three hours of sleeping. That will disturb your quality of sleep. Get sun exposure during the daytime. So you do want to get that sun exposure that helps set your circadian rhythm. And the better, the, the, the more quality sun exposure you get during the day, the better melatonin release you can have at night, as long as you keep your room dark and don't, don't allow yourself to be exposed to a lot of blue light at night. Exercise regularly. So movement and exercise, also very important for your circadian rhythm, but you want to do it during the daytime, okay? During the, the, the sunlight-based hours, ideally, like in the morning, midday, maybe late afternoon, but not at night. Avoid bright light after sunset. So when the sun sets, you want to be dimming all the lights in your home. And you, you know, you, if you turn on any lights, you don't really want them to be blue lights, ideally. You want them to be more of like a orange or red light because that is lower on the spectrum and it's not going to uh, inhibit melatonin as much. And then you'd never want to have goals after 9 p.m. You want to be winding down. Okay, at 9 p.m., if you're working, you know, just shut it off. Okay, read a book, have a light uh, conversation with your spouse or loved one. Um, but, you know, no heavy, intense conversations, no major goals that you're trying to accomplish. Uh, you want you want to help relax your mind and prepare your body for sleep. Otherwise, you're going to release more cortisol, more stress hormones, and that is going to that's going to inhibit your melatonin release and not allow you to sleep effectively. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about C60 Purple Power. It is one of my new favorite supplements. And it's really the most powerful antioxidant that I've found to help lift the oxidative burden at the cellular level. It basically acts like a free radical sponge that helps your body heal itself by optimizing mitochondrial efficiency. You see, your mitochondria will produce energy within all the cells. The healthier your mitochondria function, the healthier you are gonna function. Taking C60 has been shown to help promote longevity, fight inflammation, boost immune function, support healthy aging, healthy joints, and increase your energy and mental clarity naturally. My favorite brand of C60 is C60 Purple Power, which offers 99.99% .99 pure 
sublimated carbon 60 that's never been exposed to solvents and it's delivered in 100% certified organic oils. They've got it in avocado oil, extra virgin olive oil, MCT coconut oil, and they also have some unique flavors like cinnamon and orange flavored. It's amazing, you guys will love it. Most users notice an increase in energy and mental clarity after 30 days of daily use. Just take a teaspoon a day and you can add it into your routine whenever it's most convenient. Guys, to check out C60 Purple Power, go to shopc60.com forward slash jockers and use the coupon code jockers, just my last name, J-O-C-K-E-R-S at checkout for 15% off. Again, that's shopc60.com forward slash jockers. Use the coupon code jockers at checkout for 15% off today. So again, good sunlight during the day, super critical, very important to understand getting sunlight during the day helps activate your hypothalamus and helps set your circadian rhythm. And then getting out of the blue light, out of that sort of light in the after sunset, super important. So strategies to minimize blue light, again, replace your bedroom light bulbs with softer red, orange colored lighting or candlelight. So candlelight would have been what our ancestors were more associated with like fires and candles. And that is less suppressing to melatonin. So it's still going to block some melatonin production, but a lot less than blue light exposure. Blue light is very new in the history of mankind. Um, you know, we didn't have blue lights until, you know, really the roughly the last hundred years. And so now we need to minimize our exposure to these after night. So you can wear blue light blocking glasses, which I love. Um, on your devices, you can install f.lux or iris on your computer to change the screen hue from blue light to you know a red or orange. And then you want to remove electronic devices from the bedroom. You don't want you know your phone in there when you're going to sleep. You don't want like clock like alarm clocks and stuff like that like glaring at you. Um, you know you don't want anything you've plugged into the wall having like a strong light coming out of it. That's all going to block melatonin release and you want to optimize melatonin release. Now I'm a huge fan of blue light blocking glasses. So after sunset, I put these on in my home, even though we've got kind of the everything dimmed, uh, the blue light blocking glasses give everything more of like an orangish hue. <clears throat> and I just want to make sure that I'm doing whatever I can to help keep melatonin release. And sometimes I do like to be on my phone from time to time, looking at a sports score or something like that. Um, you know, if you're if you're in entertainment at night, definitely wearing blue light blocking glasses will help, right? That will help reduce the amount of inhibition of melatonin. So it improves your melatonin release and helps prepare you for better sleep quality. And they, these are easy to find. You can find them on Amazon. Um, I like the Swanwick brand, Swanwick. Uh, really, really good for um, just really good quality blue light blocking glasses. Light auditing your bedroom. Um, so in your bedroom, it's a good idea to use blackout curtains, use a sleep mask, at least put the blinds down. I actually like sunlight coming in in the morning. So I like natural lighting to kind of wake me up, but I have an eye mask on. We, we close the blinds, cover alarm clocks or turn them you know, in a, in a different direction. You could also cover other minor sources of light with electrical tape. And of course, you can remove electronics from your bedroom to reduce the amount of EMFs in there and any sort of lighting that could possibly be in there. So it's a good idea. 
And then do your best to try to, to breathe from your nose. In fact, what I do is something called mouth taping, where I put some tape over my mouth. And I also use like a breathe right strip over my nose to help open up uh, my nostrils so I can get greater amount of oxygen flow through my nostrils. And then I put tape over my mouth. So I'm not mouth breathing. A lot of people are, are mouth breathing, but mouth breathing is associated with your sympathetic nervous system. And that's going to lower your heart rate variability. It's going to lower your ability to get really good quality, deep sleep. And it is also not good for your oral health as well. It's going to increase, um, your, your tooth decay, gum, gum disease, your risk of that dry mouth, things like that. Whereas nasal breathing increases nasal nitric oxide levels, which increases the amount of oxygen into your blood system and delivers better oxygen into all the major regions of your body, in particular, your brain. In fact, it's been shown to increase whole blood oxygen by 15% nose breathing. So really powerful there. It also supports your nasal microbiome. It reduces congestion. Even if you're somebody that struggled with congestion, I would recommend blow your nose out. You may even do like a, a neti pot rinse um, with saline or silver or something like that to help clear your nostrils. Put on breathe right strips and mouth tape at night. And over time, that's going to help to reshape and balance the nasal microbiome to help you have better quality sleep. Okay. And that's really important for your immune function and your brain's ability, again, to detoxify and heal. Now, one thing I don't recommend is having a snooze button. So if you do need to wake up with an alarm, which I personally really enjoy waking up with the sun, um, which in the summertime, it comes up earlier and I'm up earlier and the wintertime, it comes up later and I'm, and I'm up later. I love that. Although, you know, it's not always something that we can do. And so sometimes having an alarm is helpful. However, what you want to make sure you don't do is hit the snooze button. When you do that, when you hit the snooze button, you actually suppress your morning cortisol release and that you're not going to get good quality sleep. Like if you just lay in bed for another 15 or 30 minutes, it's not going to be good quality sleep. And you actually end up feeling drowsier because you don't get this wakefulness hormone release, this cortisol release that gives you wakefulness. And so I don't recommend hitting the snooze. Now, what are some herbs that you can use to help improve sleep quality? Probably the most well-studied is valerian. Valerian root is, has high amounts of valerianic acid, which promotes the production of the calming neurotransmitter GABA. They call it nature's Valium, really great for naturally improving your mood, reducing anxiety, improving sleep quality. It, it's been shown to decrease the time to sleep onset and improve deep and REM sleep as well as improving overall calmness. So valerian root's great. And you can easily find different teas that are out there, organic teas with valerian root that you can be drinking at night. Um, and sometimes they have another, or a couple of other great herbs like passion flower. Passion flower is native to Europe, India, North and South America. It contains beautiful purple petals. That's why they call it passion flower. It's like it's got this beautiful uh, hue and shape to it. And these are over, there are over 500 different species of these. And the name passion was in reference to the passion of Christ. The Spanish missionaries in the 15th and 16th century adopted the various flower parts as symbols of Jesus and his last days. Um, and it's been shown to help reduce anxiety and nervousness. It helps speed the onset of sleep, kind of like valerian. 
improves overall sleep quality, also very good for digestive support, relaxes your mind and supports positive mood. Its active ingredients include indole, alkaloids, flavonoids, benzoflavonoids, and a natural form of the neurotransmitter GABA. So that's one thing you'll see in common. A lot of these herbs that support good sleep, also very good for anxiety, irritability, really help calm you because they actually help boost GABA in your brain. And GABA is like the brakes for your brain. It helps calm your brain. Lemon balm is another great one. Lemon balm or Melissa officinalis. It's a lemon scented herb that comes from the same family as mint. It's native to Europe, North Africa, and West Asia, but it's now grown all around the world. It's been shown to be high in flavonoids such as rosmarinic acid. So it helps buffer oxidative stress helps improve the immune system, it's antiviral, helps with uh, brain function and, and a potential treatment for cognitive decline, helps improve sleep, concentration, and stress management. So lemon bomb's another great one. And then tart cherry. Tart cherry contains 20 times the amount of beta carotene and five times the overall levels of antioxidant compounds. As sweet cherries, the juice is real high in anthocyanin, which is a powerful polyphenol, and it's been shown to improve melatonin levels for good sleep and brain and nervous system function. So great for helping improve melatonin. This acts on the melatonin system. It's also very good for gout, right? Helps support uric acid metabolism, good for fat burning, insulin sensitivity, and blood sugar balance. So tart cherry is another one. And again, sometimes you can find herbs, or I'm sorry, uh, teas, herbal teas that have a combination of these, tart cherry, lemon balm, passion flower, valerian. Um, and here's another great herb, California poppy, uh, which is phenomenal, helps modulate GABA activity in the nervous system as well as endorphins to support better overall mood, re relaxes your brain, helps improve overall deep sleep quality, and helps optimize heart rate variability. It's been shown to help improve heart rate variability, California poppy. And then, you know, if you're looking for one nutrient compound, the most important nutrient compound I found for good sleep is by far and away magnesium. Magnesium plays a role in over 300 enzymatic functions. A magnesium deficiency, which is extremely common, when you're under stress, you're depleting magnesium. If you are deficient in magnesium, you're going to have trouble winding down and sleeping well. And so magnesium is super critical to utilize and supplement with to help get really good quality sleep. And I actually have a great product. It's called Mag Sleep. And it has lavender. It has many of these different herbs in it, California poppy and uh, passion flower and, and, and different things like that. And it's really great. It's a combination of highly absorbable magnesium and relaxing adaptogens, supports sleep quality and duration, promotes a healthy response to stress, and supports muscle relaxation and healthy cardiovascular function. So if you're out there, you're having trouble sleeping, you want to optimize your sleep, I would recommend trying this out. Mag Sleep, just go to our store, use the coupon code JOCKERS10, just my last name, Jockers10, all one word at checkout. That will save you 10% on your order. And you can try out the Mag Sleep or any other products that you're interested in. So hopefully this was a good training for you guys and uh, really enjoy diving into this topic. And, you know, if you haven't left us a review, please do that. And we'd love to hear any other topics that you guys are interested in me doing a deep dive on for this podcast. So thanks so much for your time, guys. And we will see you soon. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. 
And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.